0: hello this is andy with uh skidmark central uh the home for nascar stuff and best podcast this side of my house or whatever dak says during this uh dak is off this week um so you know that leaves me to pick up the slack i guess i take one day off earlier this year and then he uh he says he gets to have everything off after that, apparently. I don't know. It's not up to me. Uh, I just show up when Dak tells me to. Uh, sorry for getting this out a little late. I um, I don't know. guess I just didn't get around to it until now uh, to record my voice into this microphone. But that's okay, because it was just Talladega, um the second race in the second round of the playoffs and not much happened unless you really like watching it rain then this was this was definitely the race for you it was supposed to get started sunday but there was rain in the area so the start of the race was delayed several hours they ended up getting the drivers out into their cars and onto the track for a lap, maybe two under caution, and then it started to rain again, and once they brought the cars back down on pit road, they they kind of called it uh, for the day because it's it was kind of yucky all weekend, and the I believe it was the Xfinity race got called due to darkness because it got delayed because of rain. And it was about 6.30 local time that I got called. And when they brought the cars back down on the pits, it was, I wanna say like three or four local time. So by the time they got the track dried again, they they would have been lucky to get halfway uh, before it got dark. So with that, they called it for the day and and said they'd, they'd try and get the race in Monday, Monday, uh, the following day. I think it was like noon or something, uh, local start. <clears throat> so that's what they did. They, they got the race started on time, I believe. I don't know. I was working like most people on Mondays. And was kind of just on and off listening to it on the the radio broadcast. So I was catching bits and pieces. Of it that way but uh, so the race kind of gets going off to not necessarily a slow start I'll say but I'll just say a normal Talladega start where people yeah just kind of being a little less aggressive than what they usually are but uh, that would soon not happen because Like yesterday, or like Sunday, Monday, there was rain in the area. So they were just kind of biding their time until they got close to halfway when the race would then be official. So they make it through the competition caution at lap 27 with no issues, but then right before stage one ends, it was, let me double check here, Justin Allgaier. Gets a little uh little extra push from Byron that sent him sideways and into Byron's teammate Larson. Uh and yeah, it kinda destroyed both their cars. Not not anything fun. It also collected let's see here. I think it collected uh wow, why can't I see it? Oh, there it is. Briscoe and, no, it might have just been Briscoe, Byron, Algayer, and Larson. Yeah, I was kind of a little baby guy. But did enough damage to send Algayer behind the wall and pretty much ruin Larson's day. Um, he was able to get going, but multiple laps down to try and fix everything. And also, uh I'll mention in a couple minutes here, uh, more issues with him. But, like I said, that ended stage one with that crash. And uh, who was that number? Why am I blanking? Chris Busher wins the stage with Logano second, Kozlowski fourth, and Harvick, or er, Kozlowski third, Harvick fourth, and Tyler Reddick fifth, followed by Blaney, Elliot, Chastain, Kurt Bush and Alex Bowman to round out the top ten in stage point or stage one. So that kinda helps out at the time Bowman and Harvick, uh, who really get some much needed points to to bring themselves closer to the cutoff line. Um, so that kinda gave them a nice little little boost there. But we get going after everyone pits there for stage one uh and people who get patched up during the race back out on the track but three laps into the second stage kyle larson has a tire go down because the the clearance they just didn't get enough clearance from being in that crash so they did make minimum speed the first time so they were cleared there but with them being the cause of the next caution it made them go back under the crash clock to try and fix it and then make minimum speed again. Um, spoiler alert, he he did. So not too long of a caution there, just cleaning up the mess that Larson made um, with, with blowing a uh, tire and all. So they, they kind of get going again there for let me see yeah a good 20 laps but at this time they're starting to get close to halfway so halfway in this race I believe was lap 90 90 something I can't remember exactly uh, let's see here yeah lap 94 so when the green flag went back out after larson's incident it was like ni- uh, 78 so they only needed uh just under 20 laps to make this race official which was important because there were storms in the area in and around the area the whole day uh, most of them were south of the track but they they would definitely um a few of the cells were creeping north towards the track and there were there were sightings of rain on or near the track, but not enough to really call it or or um, bring out the red flag or cause a, or bring out a caution to to see what the rain decides to do. So yeah, like I said, with that, it starts getting a lot more racy, and people are being aggressive, big pushes um, and down the straightaways and even into the corners you noticed a lot of tandeming, um, which really wasn't popular once they switched to this new car. But I think with the lower speeds, it kind of brings it back a little bit in the fact that two cars can just link together a lot easier with the higher downforce and um, pretty much just sail away from the field uh, until the the trailing car needs to needs to get air to the engine to cool it back down then they kind of get sucked up by the by the field so you saw just a lot of big runs and then slowly getting caught up by the pack and then another two drivers would link up and get another big run Uh, but with all that lap 99 there was the first big one where Stenhouse just does some Stenhouse things uh, but actually get some help from busher so it was busher pushing stenhouse and i forget who they were coming up on but stenhouse didn't want to have that big of a run coming into the the um, the car in front of them so and i think they just and busher didn't really line up right with stenhouse to start with so that sent Stenhouse into the wall and notably collect William Byron uh, so he was the only playoff driver that got caught up in that crash which kind of stinks for him uh because at the time he was right around the cutoff line and with that that sent him way down the the ranks and basically with that crash makes him all but need a um a win to get into the playoffs uh, so they get that cleaned up and they actually have a a couple extra couple extra um, caution laps added because of rain in the area so people were starting to think that that might have been the end of the race there um, but it, it um. Oh jeez no. <laughs> I can read, so the Byron one, is what ended it. Whoa, we're in the future now. Uh, the one before that, uh. It was, um. It was still Busher that got into Stenhouse, but that one collected. Um uh Elliot got a little piece of it and then Kurt or Kyle Bush and Martin Truex and um and uh Bowman got into that one. Holy cow did I mess that up royally. Either way, <clears throat> There was one big one, that was one. The other one was Bowman uh, getting turned by Priest. And that's the the one that ended it all right there. It was, I think, 20 laps later um, that, man. This is why we have Dak here. He pays attention to the races. The, yeah, the Bowman one was first that I just said, and then and then the Byron uh, Stenhouse one was second. So to recap this very confusing segment by Andy, uh, all that really matters is Bowman, Byron, and Kurt B- or Kyle Bush got screwed uh, between those two crashes. And at the Byron crash, which was the second crash, or second big one, I should say, that one, uh, it started to rain heavier during that crash, or I should say during cleanup of that crash, and they brought the cars down pit road and put the covers on, and at that point it was... It's probably pretty close to 3:30 to 4 local time, so they would have had to, had to, basically have it stop raining then to have the, enough time to clean up the track and get them out on the, back out on the course before the darkness came, and they would have just had to end it because of darkness, anyways. But at the time, Bubba Wallace was leading the race, so that. That kind of got a little buzz in the crowd going because if the race didn't get started and it was past halfway, the race winner would be Bubba Wallace, which I think they only they only um, waited it out maybe 40 minutes or so. And then they finally called it, which did give Bubba Wallace his first victory. So good for him. But before we get into get into all that uh one last playoff note uh since they did not make it to stage two the finish order of the race was the finish results for stage two as well so Bubba Wallace won the stage and the race followed by Brad Keselowski Joey Logano Kurt Busch Christopher Bell and then and in fifth and then busher hamlin harvick um excuse me uh what's his name wow eric jones and then anthony alfredo round out your top 10 there so that kind of gave harvick and christopher bell a nice little boost there to have a good finish and then also get stage points for stage two but Going back to the the highlight of this cast, Bubba Wallace gets his first win. Good for him. If uh, Dak was here, he'd he'd say good on him too. Um, he is now the second driver or second black driver to get a victory, and also gives 2311 uh, Racing their first win as a team. So. Pretty impressive just all around. Um, Congrats again to Bubba for getting his first win. And then also how just competitive 2311 racing has been in their first season, basically starting from scratch. So that, I, I mean, yes, you have Michael Jordan just has a lot of money in general, and racing is a money sport, so the more money you have, the better you are. And then you have a little bit of experience from Denny Hamlin coming over and just sharing some of his racing knowledge, but driving and racing and like just owning a team are, are just very different things. So getting them all together and having competitive cars every week uh, in your first year of racing is just just very impressive. And yeah, just hats off to them and their 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 win. Um yeah. So with that I will kinda slide it over to something. Um we'll do we'll do playoffs. We'll talk playoffs. So Hamlin locked in with his win at whatever that track was the other week. Um Wow. That's brutal. I can't remember what track was that Dak would know. Um Ah, Vegas. That's what it was. Uh, and then, so that's uh, got him into the round of eight. And then Bubba Wallace winning does nothing for the playoff drivers. So he kind of threw a kink in, in that aspect of it, that only one person is officially locked in for the <clears throat> the the round of eight. <clears throat> and with the... Top driver's kind of crashing and losing a lot of points, a.k.a. Larson. Uh, it kind of kind of levels out a little bit here, the playing field. I mean, Larson, Logano, Brad Keselowski, and Truex, it, it's going to be tough for them to slide out of it given that they just have a solid points day. I mean, get a few stage points here and there and finish top. Fifteen twenty, they they've got a good shot of of uh, making it. But then you get down to Ryan Blaney plus fifteen, Chase Elliott, and then Kyle Busch plus nine. That's where it gets a little more dicey in the fact where if they don't get decent stage points and and a top ten, they they're they're in trouble. Luckily though for them, Harvick is really. <clears throat> the only guy that could probably point his way in at nine, nine to the bad. So, yeah, that um, that'll be something to watch there, especially with Elliott being nine up, and if everybody remembers Bristol, you know, there's some bad blood there, and then also Kyle Busch just in general isn't very good at the Roval. He's a very good road course racer, so if he does get a good finish, yeah, I I would not be surprised at all. But um, he's just he's just uh, been good at the Roval and finding uh, finding trouble and sniffing it out and making sure he's involved in it. So that's his only his only uh, called black guy there at the Roval is he likes to crash. But yeah, so Harvick. Nine back, and then you got C Bell twenty eight back, William Byron forty four, and Alex Bowman fifty two. So, all three of those guys need a win. Uh, there's there's no shot of pointing their way in without getting a win in the process. So, it it it'll be it'll be uh, something to watch there with those three drivers because they are no pushovers when it comes to road course racing. Bowman and Byron have been good. I don't believe either of them have gotten a road course win in their career, but they're they're definitely flirting with top ten and five finishes every time they they bring a car out there. And C. Bell notably made his way into the playoffs by getting a win at the Daytona road course. So you know right there that he he knows his uh, lefts and rights. Um. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to watch, especially like I I just said with Elliott Bush and Harvick so close on points, it it could be a matter of it basically it could come down to stage points and how everyone finishes it there. So that'll be that'll be a good one. <clears throat> and with that, I'll go into my fantasy picks if I can find the fantasy page. There we go um loading loading all right so for my drivers i've got clyde elliott kyle larson tyler reddick christopher bell aj allmendinger and in the garage i got chase briscoe then with bonus picks i've got kyle larson winning kyle larson top chevy Ryan Blaney top Ford, Denny Hamlin top Toyota and Chevy, and Hendrick sweeping it. So definitely going heavy, heavy on the Hendrick, uh, which I mean is fair. They've been dominating this year. I I went Larson. I I really wanted to go Clyde on on the race winner and top Chevy, but I don't know. I just maybe it's me and my Harvick bias, but I got a feeling there's going to be a scuffle there and. Whether it's Harvick has no chance of making it and just wants to ruin Chase's day or it comes down to one spot between them them both, Uh, I don't, or I should say, I wouldn't be surprised if Harvick did something. Because, I mean, if you remember, I want to say it was like two, or no, it was last year. Yeah, it was last year at uh, the cutoff into the Final Four at Martinsville. Harvick was one point to the bad, and coming off the last turn at Martinsville, he tried to crash Kurt Busch, I, albeit very poorly. He ended up crashing himself, but he's not afraid to use a front bumper to make it to the next round. And and yeah, it's it um it'll be something to see, especially if it comes down to to a close points race. Um. Yeah, not too much news came out today. Um, the only thing that I see that was noteworthy that came out was, we've mentioned it in this podcast before, Trackhouse Racing is purchasing Ganassi and their charters uh, to field a two-car team. And with that, they said they are taking most of Of the employees at Ganassi Um, I mean they one have experience and two you're gonna need more people to to field a a second car because they only had one car this year on a borrowed charter so good for them people people still having jobs that's good to see good to see Um, but yeah like I said kind of a slow news week from what I saw And But we are looking at a a pretty exciting podcast next week with one, it just being the Roval and them producing very entertaining races in years past and also it being a cutoff race in the playoffs. So we have the Roval Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. On NBC, so it's a it's a local channel. There's no excuse here. If, if you're if you're uh, not dialed into this race, I I don't know I don't know what you're doing. Actually, that's that's just to put it bluntly. Um, yeah. So watch the race Sunday, October tenth, two p.m. on NBC. See you next week with uh, Dak. Hopefully. Bye.